are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Rick wrote a song years ago called He's a Whore, and it's, it's apropos today. It's, <laughs> we, we'll do anything to get ourselves out there and, and try to get people to, you know, we're not trying to reinvent ourselves necessarily, but we want people to hear the music we're playing, even today. Uh, classic radio tends to play the old stuff. Well, there should be a classic radio for, for us. For classic people. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't fit that mold, really. We're, we've, we still make records and have. So uh, you know, we didn't like, break up just to get back together again. And I was like, we should have. It might have helped our career, <laughs> but uh, you know, we stuck together because we, we've, you know, we've been, we've had every up and we've had every down, and we've had every rejection and every, you know, accolade. A lot of the charm and luster <laughs> of being with a label wore off. And, but at the same time, it's like it sounds good on your resume, but at the same time, it's on your bottom line. It's not the greatest thing. And uh, so by all the people that we worked with years and years and years ago are all not working, especially not working with us, managers and, and record labels and all and all that. But we're still here. It's, it's been a real pleasure and a real journey for us. You know, that's been we, we're proud of our work. We're proud of what we've been doing all this time. And, and to, to do this is just another one of those things that make you feel like you're viable, that you're you're still happening. You know, you're still there. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Free for Rock podcast. How did you like the way I announced that one, Lee? Hey, man, that was good. You do a good Chris Holmes imitation, man. <laughs> I just thought I would do my, my William Shatner Free for Rock podcast. <laughs> In order to do William Shatner, you have to have a little bit more of a pompous attitude. Like, oh, I just took off my pink jumpers and I'm going to ride on my cotton candy pony uh, oh Spock <laughs> Spock <laughs> uh, uh, is that when he tried to say stop because um, they spanked him but he just said Spock and then I don't know what hell language you're talking boy <laughs> I love Star Trek way better than Star Wars but I do love Star Wars too Oh, I like the fact that Star Trek ended only after an hour in Star Wars. It took a few hours. <laughs> All right. So, well, this week we're going to do a change-up because we were going to do that Marilyn Manson album, but that chick didn't get back to me. So we changed it up to Cheap Trick Woke Up With a Monster from March 1994, the height of the grunge era. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seem like you got grunge on your hand yuck hey one day we will review Nirvana Nevermind no, I do love that album <laughs> oh um, maybe you can get that girl to do it with you and I'll, I'll say goodbye for that episode oh come on Lee it would be funny if you, didn't yeah. like, if you don't like it <laughs> it would be funny if you would like that Chelsea album you didn't like it? <laughs> you agree with me on 90% of that record. I'm trying to change my tune here because we're nobody listened to that episode, so nobody would know. Wait a minute, we did get downloads on that. Okay, oh, yeah, of course, because I, I picked good albums. Yeah. Uh, it... I'm, I'm just acting weird. Let's see, we have 16 downloads, dude. Hey, man, that's cool for an album that I didn't, I mean that I did, I, I mean that I didn't like. And that's more than R.E.M. R.E.M. Yeah. only got 15. Uh, Rickin Amandul is the one that only got 12. Uh, so I, I don't always pick good stuff. Yeah, uh, Psycho City by Great White got 15. Oh, so you pick good stuff. Bruce Hornsby, 13. All right. Um, Night Ranger's the one that's lagging at 10. That's the one that's disappointing me because I thought at least I'd get at least 20 out of that one. Yeah, you were hoping that Jack Blades and all of his kids would watch it. Yeah, at least Colin Blades, man. Come on, man. Get on there, Colin. I don't know. You're reading your dad's album, bitch. No, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Colin Blades is like Paul Simon. Have you ever heard his solo stuff? <laughs> um, uh, well, my girlfriend just said, there goes Lee Burpin again. <laughs> uh, really? My fiance now, I mean, yeah. She said that? She said you burped oh, too much. Man. I said, well, the last three episodes, he hasn't. So, damn. Now I know that I've got a third eye listening to me here. Yeah, she listens because she loves me. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll have to try not to burp. Please. <laughs> Don't have any of that Kit Kat burp chew on you, Lee. <laughs> All right. Well, the last three weeks you weren't drinking. Now you're back on the vodka. But but I I'm I'm gonna try not to now because paranoia is a good saver. You know I can stop the burp now because I know Miss Mark Allen no burp Taylor is on the case. <laughs> no, she just said sometimes you it's fine you do it one or two but one one episode man you just went off. <laughs> well, my ex girlfriend um used to tell me don't. Don't burp like that anymore. I want to hit you. You know, he <laughs> got all pissed off. Maybe yeah, that's why we broke up, damn it. <laughs> all right, so we're doing Woke Up With A Monster by Cheap Trick. Let's see what it says about this album. It says, it was her 12th studio album by Cheap Trick, released on Warner Brothers record in 1994. Produced by Ted Templeman, it was their first and only album for Warners. It peaked at, in the U.S. at 123 on the Billboard chart. Shortly after the album's release, Cheap Trick was dropped from Warner Brothers' label. Boo, Warner Brothers, you suck. <laughs> and then it says, after disappointing sales of the band's 1990 album busted, Cheap Trick left Epic Records to sign Warner Brothers, who offered the group a 10-album deal. But they dropped them after one, you fucking bitches. Yeah. It means they need to write better songs. Well, they had extra songwriters on this album, so the band soon be began work on the 12th studio album and appointed veteran hard rock producer Ted Templeman to produce the album. As a result, the album featured a heavier guitar bass sound and excluded the dominant keyboards of the band's previous albums. In 1994, Tom Peterson spoke of working with Templeman, revealing Ted didn't try to soften the sound up. That happens a lot to us. People think our sound is, well, kind of sick to begin with. But he didn't try to change that. In fact, he enjoyed it. The album took a year and a half to create, though it only took four months of writing, arranging, and recording. Mm. And Nielsen even said that the album was written with live performance in mind. And he has no regrets about this. This is the first of the second half of our career. First album in the second half of our career. So we'll find out what Lee thinks about this album. I already think I know where this is going, but we um, shall see. It's it's hard to tell. Hey, that's a good song by uh, by uh, Cheap Trick on the '94. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. Is that one of the crap ones? No, that was the album, the '96 album. But I mean, but oh, but but is it a crap song? No, Hard to Tell is a good song, man. I love that song. I, I don't know by by you. I, I need to hear from somebody else. Who no, was... I meant 97 Cheap Trick album. That was a good album. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I have to hear it from someone else who would really know. Well, dude, go. why don't you go listen to it? It's a great album. I, Hard to Tell uh, is a great I, song. I believe you. I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather believe you than listen right now. No, actually, um, is that the one with the drum set it goes on the cover? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, no, you're right. I'm sorry. You you always have good taste, and I'm the one who's a bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're all bitches, man. Come on. All right. Beautiful, intelligent, totally cool he-men. All right. So, uh, let's. How did you uh, find out about this record, Lee? I um had it back then. I used to listen to it a lot when I went to poetry readings on the bus. You know, um. I used to go to a record store where they had stuff for cheap and for two bucks you can't beat that on CD and I don't want to listen to the folks gripe on the bus so I'll just listen to music and and I used to listen to that a lot cool well I didn't get I did for some reason after let's see what was their album listing here before this record uh, I had it right here. Let's see. Before the album was busted, I loved busted, even though it was kind of weak. 
but I bought Busted when it came out in 1990. And in uh. 1994, I was kind of into the Pearl Jams, the Nirvana, the Soundgardens. Um, uh. I didn't have much money back then. I wasn't working. So I just, I didn't know that Cheap Trick released a new album. I didn't get into this album until like to 2000s I didn't know about this but I knew about the 97 Cheap Trick album because that's when I got I was in Best Buy and I was going to buy Joe, John Fogarty Blue Moon, Blue Moon Swamp or Sammy Hayes oh, yeah. Marching to Mars or or and then I saw Cheap Trick and I go I bought mm-hmm. Cheap Trick and Sammy Hagar and the, and the 97 album kicked ass but I totally didn't even know about Woke Up with a Monster until years later and it's a uh, it's a I feel bad that I never really listened to it till the 2000s, but it's a cool album. Wow. Yeah, I think that it's probably a matter of not too much publicity. Like, um, maybe a lot of people didn't know about it, because there's been a lot of copies used that are in record stores and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know about it at all. I just, I went into Best Buy and saw Blue Moon Swamp and Cheap Trick, and uh, I never bought Blue Moon Swamp. In fact, I listened to that album, the John Fogarty Blue Moon Swamp. There's only like three songs on there I like, so the Marching to Mars and the Cheap Trick 97 were a better choice. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. Because I did love Eye of the Zombie be- before that one. You know, that was a great album. Oh, all right. Uh, so let's get into this track with track number one, My Gang, written by Peterson, Xander, and Nielsen. What do you think of this one? Um, this sounds like that group we reviewed earlier, The Pursuit of Happiness. There's also a little tiny bit of ACDC swagger to it. It's not my favorite song on here, but it's a far cry better than the soft pop pap they were doing for a while. This is more like my kind of cheap trick. Yeah, I, I put love it rocking pop perfection. It's pop perfection. You know, wish the solo was a bit more shredding. But it goes with the song. It's cool. It's a cool song to open up a record to say, hey, man, we're back from doing all those keyboards from Busted and uh, Lap of Luxury. But I did love those albums, though. So. <laughs> oh, you know well, what? You know what keeps me going back to Cheap Trick? Even if they make a bad album, you got Robin Zander and, and freaking uh, Rick Nielsen on it. So they make bad songs sound tolerable. <laughs> okay. It's like I could just listen to Robin Zander sing all day. I don't care what he's singing. He could sing 8675309 Major Tom or whatever. It's Rick Nielsen. Hey, I'll give him, it's Robin Zander. I'll listen to it. <laughs> I'll give him some of my songs. That way you'll listen to one of my CDs in full, bitch. I listened to your CD in full. I, can, I mean, more than once. Did I have the Bugs on Cheese on that album? No. Oh, you didn't That's even send me your you best did- song. That's why you didn't listen to it more than once. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm being I'm, I'm, I'm being funny. You, um, um, actually, you make a lot of good sense if you don't listen to my music more than once. You want people to actually not not put you away. Hey, you got good lyrics, Lee. You just need just, someone else I, to sing them. I agree. Yep. You should just write lyrics and sit... Freaking get get Ralph to do more of your songs because that bugs and cheese fucking just kicked ass. And 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 that 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 was just um, a joke song. That's not even my best work. But hey, I'll 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 accept if people love it. Hey. But, but he made it like it, not a joke song. It's like awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, he he made it make sense, which was totally beyond anybody's expectations yeah wow I, I liked your version too i've listened to both and but ralph just like shredded it man he like took yeah it, took it to a new level yeah well it's because you totally. just have a you just have that little keyboard you know little casio and he, yeah that, he put, that, he put that guitars and real faggio, drums on it that that little faggio cudio <laughs> You should talk to Depeche Mode about getting one of their keyboards, man. <laughs> and get the guy to sing it. Hey, dude, you don't just need our keyboard, you need our singer. We'll mail you the keyboard and the singer. How about that, dude? I love Dave Gahan, man. <laughs> 
Well, Dave Gahan and uh, the other guy sings on there too, and I just hey, can't think how of about this? Mark Gore. me, touch me, how you do? Da, da, da. I'm a pet shop boy. A pet shop so, boys? No, I don't think. Pet, I no, think, no. I mean, isn't that a good? Isn't that a good imitation of Dave Gahan? No, Dave Gahan, and then well, you have well, Martin I, Gore too, who sings also. I mean, I mean, how about man, you, man, you? How about please? Give me the spaghetti and cheese. Ain't that cool? Don't I sound like Gahan? No, this is Gahan. All I ever wanted, all I ever needed is here in You're my You're actually arms. better than me, damn it! Words are very unnecessary. <laughs> they can only do harm. I suck, I, but I'm trying to do the tone. My girlfriend will probably you, tell me I suck I, at it. My fiancé, I, I mean. I pay you over me to do my music. I would sing your music, but I probably suck too. So, <laughs> but not as bad. Well, you, you, you're, you're. That would be the album. Lee's suck not as bad album. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, well, let's, we digress here. Let's get into track number two, the title track. Woke up with a monster, written by Nielsen. Peterson and Xander, and just to to say something, uh, you ever listen to the um, Talk is Cheap, Cheap Trick podcast? No, I haven't. With, um, well, I added you to their group with, uh, you know, Ken Mills. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't hardly go to hardly any of those groups because I'm, I'm too busy um, laying down in bed. All right, but, but but it's cool. Well, Ken Mills and the people on the show always talk about when Nielsen is the first songwriter in the song. The song is actually the best songs because Nielsen is awesome. So this is "Woke Up with a Monster." What did you think of this one? Oh, this is closer to the kind of song that might have been on their album "All Shook Up," like a deeper cut. It's not bad. It's still not my very favorite, but. It's an okay song that I don't mind. I love this song. I love how the guitar goes with Sanders' vocals. When he goes, Sleeping with an angel. Woke up with a monster. And he goes, Mommy and Daddy. And the guitar goes, And freaking Nielsen's guitar work is so fucking awesome on this track. I love it. Fucking great song. Fucking woke me up. I love Xander's vocals. I love at the end how he's going, ah, ah, he's just screaming like you, Lee. Oh, yeah. Well, in fact, the the, the, the lyrics are actually, well, my late uncle, he, um, he used to, like, just sleep in the chair because he didn't want to go in bed because he was very, um, regardless of how overweight you or anybody else you know might be, he could fit one of you in his neck. That was how big he was. And he was the type... He he looked like that clown on the front cover, and, and, and that would be how he would try and grab his steak dinner um, um, instead of the woman. Um, so that... The, the cover kind of freaks me out, but he would be like... like um, slept with an angel with the food that he ate, but woke up with a monster, which would be his uh, little dog who would run up and start licking his face all over, and, and he would wake up and go, Ow! Get away from me! And he'd say, Can anyone get this dog off of me? And I'd say, All you have to do is push him off. Because he was afraid to push the dog off because he didn't want to be cruel. But if the dog's licking your face, then you gotta do something. I so that when... song reminded me of, of, like, him waking up with the dog licking him all over. Oh, God, I hate it when my dog, li like, jumps on me and just holds me down and licks me in my face, and then I'm trying to get away, and her freaking tongue goes yeah. in my mouth. It's like, ew, oh. dog tongue! Yeah, um, um, my my other uncle, um, his dog did that to me and licked my tongue, and then I, I told him, and he went, Ooh, and he just ate some cat poop, and I went, what? And he went, <laughs> yeah, you know, dogs. And I was like, dogs eat like, anything. Yeah, but I thought myself, what the fuck? 
but I think he said that on purpose just to freak me out, but it did. All right, and then we get, uh, what was it? Oh, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I said about the song already. And then we get into track number three, written by Nielsen Peterson Zander. Jim Petrick, who is in Survivor, Jay Raymond, is this Terry Reed from, uh, from, uh, freaking Janet Jackson? I don't know, but there's freaking a lot of songwriters on this track. All I, you're all I want to do. What do you think of this one? Well, this sounds like something off of In Color, one of the less good songs. I'm not a fan of this type of cheap trick app, but it's better than... No, it's about on the same level as Bon Jovi. Oh. This is like putting Miracle Whip on a hamburger when real mayonnaise is better. Yuck. Shit. I like Miracle Whip and I like Bon Jovi, damn it. Ah. Uh, but I, I'm well, just... then you... Well, 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 then you eat the Miracle Whip burger and call it the Bon Jovi heaven. Ah. Well, yeah. I... I, I like this song. It's cool. I even sent it to my girlfriend, my oh, fiance. God. I keep, I said, hey, baby, you're all I want to do. <laughs> I'll put it to you like this. Some marriages work because the guy listens to the shit songs that the woman likes. Other marriages totally end in divorce because of that. But, hey, man, your, your marriage is probably going to go good because you like a lot of shit songs that women like, so... Hey, buddy. Ride on, dude. Well, my fiance loves Rush 2112. A lot of women don't like that. <laughs> okay, okay. You're, you, you, you got, you've not only got a hamburger with mustard, you've got ketchup, too. You're good. I got all the condiments with her. She's right awesome. Right on. Right and then on. we get into track four, Never Run Out of Love, by Nielsen and Jim Petrick from Survivor. What do you think of this one? Uh, did Desmond Child grow a twin brother just to write this song so it could haunt me? Please remove this crap. In the song he says he'll never run out of love. I'll never run out of excuses to dislike this song. It's better than Melissa Manchester and that's as far as I'll go. Oh, wow. You brought up Melissa. Well, I, I, I put on this song, Love Cheat Chirk Ballads, and this I do love, and I do love the flame. This is a good ballad. You, you should have added the, the word not. I do not like this song, and I do not like the flame. That's the only thing that made what you say um, that would have been better. But go on, I don't mean to interrupt. Well, I, I like Cheat Chirk Ballads. I just don't, we'll get into this on this thing really quick. Okay, um, you might like the one ballad. No, you might hate the one ballad I like. No, I, 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 I guess there's no such thing. One ballad you like? Well, I do. <laughs> I do like ballads. I like. I like the search is over by Survivor. I like can't fight this feeling by Aria Speedwagon. Oh God! I'm a softy man. I do like power ballads, man. I love them. If I was in a war and someone wanted to get secrets out of me and they gave me a song list of all that shit songs and said if you don't tell us the secrets we're gonna play the songs I would give them everything that I know <laughs> alright so let's get into the next track didn't know I had it what do you think of this one this written, written, wait, wait hold on written by Nielsen and Todd Cherney oh Whoever that is, that sounds like an Indian condiment. You want some patrini on your pepper, <laughs> on, 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 on your potato pilaf? Anyway, um, this almost works, but it sounds like a song Kip Winger pooped in the toilet. Oh my god! And flushed it before the producer scooped it out and put it on the album. Was I wrong in assuming this was Cheap Trick's comeback album? More like my lunch coming up album. Well, I said two ballads in a row could have split them up in the album, but it's okay. And come on, Xander's voice is hem heavenly, so he they could do fucking ballads all day, and I would just like be mesmerized just listening to Xander's voice, even if it's a crappy ballad. So I, I agree I, with you on this. It's kind of crappy, but Xander's voice just makes it listenable. I, I would think that if... 
You know, there are YouTube videos where people separate where it's only a vocal or only a guitar track on a song. Uh-huh. They could do that with Xander and leave out all the crappy, um, you know, instruments and just have his voice, and then I'd like it better. Yeah, his voice just, it, it like I said, it makes a bad song good. And I, I don't really care for the song, but I won't skip it because I like the way Xander sings it. <laughs> so, Oh. I guess if someone said, fire, and then they were going to shoot the gun, oh, he said, fire, good, I'll listen to him again when I'm in the firing squad. All right. Never mind. Then we get into (laughs) track six, written by Xander and Mark Spiro, called Ride the Pony. What do you think of this one? Oh, finally, thank goodness, a really good song. I like this a lot. I wish the whole album could be more like this. I could imagine being in the video for the song, pretending I'm playing on it. I don't mind the electronic drums. I'd rather have that on a good song than real instruments on a piece of shit-chipped beef. Alright, well, you need to tell me your three favorite songs on this album, because I forgot to ask. Oh, well, it's lucky, because this is the first of the three. Cool. That's why I thought about it, because you liked it. Yeah. Ride the Pony. And um, we'll play this after I, I give my review on this. You brought up the electronic drums. I said, this is a cool track. Love it. So cool. It's a change-up from the album. I just would take out the electronic drums and let Bun play. So I, you, even though the electronic drums are on this song and they got a killer drummer, it's still a great song. Yeah. But I would still like to hear Bun play real drums on this song, and it would probably be better. So, saying that, so here's Ride the Pony by Cheap Trick on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Let me scoop 
That was Ride the Pony by Cheap Trick. And before we get into the next track, that is Lee's second favorite song, Girlfriends. So, here's Girlfriends on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Cheap Trick.
can see you too. Okay, we had a little technical gift there. That was Girlfriends by Cheap Trick. So why'd you like that song, Lee? Oh, um, my awesome song, my favorite. This is the kind of song I wish I could have written. One of the best Cheap Trick songs. I love this. This almost makes up for the crap on here. Just yeah. listen to the good songs on here and fool your friends into thinking the whole album's good. But yeah, they did good here. Well, this song was written by the whole bands, Nielsen, Peterson, Sander, and Bun E. Carlos. Yep. And I went, hell yes, a rocker, Bun be back. Love yep. this song. Has the trick crunch and a blazing solo. Xander singing his ass off. I love this song. Yep. I should go to a fast food place like McDonald's and go, is Bun E back? And they go, what? You know, the Bun, Bun E back? And they go, what? And go, oh, I'm sorry, is this a cheap trick restaurant? <laughs> well, um, what is it going to tell you? Have you tried the new, th they have three different Big Macs now for a limited time. <laughs> oh, oh, you can um, get the big buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I live in an area where some guys would take that out the wrong way, and I would have to shoo them away from me as I walk home. So no, thank you. All right. Well, here's the third song called "Let Her Go" by Cheap Trick, and it's the third song that Lee picked.
That was Let Her Go by Cheap Trick. What did you think of that song, Lee? Another great song. After a bunch of crap songs, they do a bunch of good songs. They did play a trick by doing that. It's interesting that they do that. This sounds like it could have been on ACDC's Power Rage album. It's hot. Let's see, what did I say about this song on my notes? I go, love Tom Peterson's playing, another rocker, love it. With the uh, Rick Nielsen's doing a little acoustic in the background, and it has the crunch with killer rhythm from Rick. What a great song. I love it. I agree with you on this one, Lee. Yeah, right on. We agree always. That's cool. Sometimes. That's Well, well yeah, yeah, we sometimes always agree. That's all good. All right, and then we get into track number nine. Tell me everything. Xander, Peterson, Nielsen, Michael McDonald. Y'all will be there. Julian Raymond. Julian Raymond is the guy who's been writing with them on their last two albums or three albums. So it looks like he came back, and I like the last two albums a lot. So what do you think about this song? You forgot to add two songwriters, Pepperoni and Cheese. But anyway, <laughs> a Bon Jovi song? Why couldn't they have just had Bon Poopy sing it and save Cheap Trick from having to suffer putting this out? Unless they wrote it, then they would deserve to suffer the embarrassment. Get this crap candy off of my desk. Well, what I put on here is they could have took two songs off this record. No, track number five, didn't know I had it, and then we get into this one, Tell Me Everything. I think they should have took this track off of it because you only need one ballad on an album. You don't need three. So this is a cool cool song, but I think it sh it's, a, it's a filler track and should have been taken off. But Sanders' force, voice force, Sanders' voice makes it tolerable. Good song, but only because of Xander. And, uh, and then we get into track 10, Crybaby, Peterson, Nielsen, Xander. What do you think of this one? This sounds like something from their first album. It's not the very best song, but it's close to what I like from Cheap Trick. It's not bad. I said it's cool, killer bluesy track. I love it. And then we get into the final song off the album, which is Xander Nielsen and Peterson. Love me for a minute. What do you think of this one? This is really good. If I had a fourth song to pick on here, I would pick this. Parts of it sound like they took a Lionel Richie rhythm track and freed it from whatever shit song Lionel wrote for it. Fuck, I it's love really Lionel. good. <laughs> I love Lionel Richie. Dang it. Anyway. I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into it because I'll, I'll bitch all day. All right. And then we, I say I love the drumming on this song. Good rocker to end the album. And Rick has a killer solo on it. Fucking awesome. And then I have some notes about this album at the end of it. This is my synopsis <coughs> of the album. Good album. Only complaints is too many ballads and not enough of Rick's solos. Oh, well, one good thing about it, me getting annoyed at you and bitching about this, is like it keeps away my burping. I'm yelling so much that the air gets out of my lungs, so thank you. You're, you're a good healer. You're welcome. And then they had a Japanese version, which I never heard this, but they had a track trial called Sabra Dance. I don't know that track, so Cheap Trick fans will kill me. <laughs> it's called Saber, but but never Saber mind. Dance. Okay, I'm a little buzzed now. I had two beers in a row, real quick. But actually, if you're probably in Turkey, you could say Sabra, and they'd say, "Oh, Maskadonia," and you go, "What's that? Oh, that's Swedish for I love I think, you." I think I huh? I think I was thinking of the hummus. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, oh. Lee. Do you have a track of the week? Yeah, I I decided to pick some that's kind of a little bit off kilter for me to think about but i decide hey it's kind of a slightly obscure song from a not at all obscure album it's from born in the usa bruce springsteen the song is darlington county well, that's a good one going down to darlington county i love that song yeah it's it's i i actually like that album and i thought about us one day reviewing it but i thought well that's you know way too obvious but but I, I, I we haven't a done a Bruce Springsteen yeah. album. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that that would be the one I'd want to do. Yeah, and then I'm gonna pick Extreme from Three Sides of Every Story called Peacemaker oh. Die. I oh, that's, the reason that's I'm cool. picking this song, I was I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl last night. 
Uh, they, I did not. They used on a Ram truck commercial of Martin Luther King Jr. speech to sell a fucking truck. Huh. That kind of pissed me off. Yeah. And I'm and I and I thought of the song Peacemaker Die by Extreme because they use I had a dream in the vo- in the song. They use yeah. his speech and it's so wonderfully done and fits so good in the song because in the song he goes Peacemaker die, peacemaker die. And then he goes, I don't know why. So they use his thing in there because Martin Luther King was a peacemaker. But they're yeah. not trying to sell anything, and fucking Ram Dodge is trying to sell a fucking truck by using one of his speeches. Yeah, and, and Gary Sharon is a born-again Christian, and he's a very humble guy, and so I, I, I applaud him for doing that. He is a born-again Christian? Yeah. I had no well, idea. I mean, I'm, 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 to me it sounds weird to say born-again as if they were not. Let's just say, I, I prefer to say that they affirm their faith. Well, that you is know. from the Bible. Jesus says you must be born again because one of the yeah, guys, okay. Because one of the guys asked him about that, and he says you must be born again from the Spirit. And he goes, "You mean I have to come out of my mom?" He goes, "No, you have to be born again through the Spirit." So yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that what they mean is to reassess. Yourself. Yes. Yeah, so I really like that song, and I want to put it on there. I'm a really big fan of Extreme. I think they're they're bitched at just like Mr. Big they're great musicians great vocalists both of them and I think they just get put on put in a freaking box because of their freaking number one ballad well they had more than words but you listen yeah. to that fucking whole album they have freaking sexual shit all over it <laughs> it's like what the yeah. hell freaking great shit freaking yeah. N- N- Nuno is fucking great guitar player great fucking oh, yeah. singer and fucking, they just get shit on, and I hate it. Yep. All right, Lee. So thanks for another. And what are we doing next week again? You gave me Utopia. Yeah, the the album Swing to the Right. Swing to the Right. Yeah, you gave me the link. Yeah, um, okay. it's like one of many albums that I had back when I used to have albums, and Utopia. They have so many different albums that. I just, it's it's really hard to pick a right one, but then after I picked it and I told you about it, I looked, and there's stuff on Wikipedia talking about it, so you have some stuff to talk about, so it's a good album to pick. Cool, and uh, we're going to be doing this next Tuesday or Wednesday because my work changed my days off, and I'm really pissed about that because I had somebody oh. come in. I had a new person come in who's been at Disney for 18 years, but I've only been there 17. So they came and took mm. my opening shifts and took my days off. So uh, I'm going to be training at a newer location to get my Sunday, Mondays back off, back on. So it'll be a couple weeks. We'll be doing yeah. Tuesdays. <laughs> but hey, Disney, you get to talk to Goofy and Mickey, and that must be cool. So I won't be the Corn Dog King anymore. I will be. Uh, at Smoke Jumper's Grill now, cooking burgers. That sounds better. You need a sunglasses and a ZZ Top mustache and beard, and you'll be hot. I have a beard. <laughs> well, how? Well, hey, you're 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 almost totally all there. All right. So here on the Freeform Rock Podcast, we're going to go out with Bruce Springsteen's Darlington County from the great record "Born on the Born in the USA." And extreme peacemaker die. Take it easy, Lee. All right, take care, man. All right, bye.
bright tomorrow. With this faith, we will be able to achieve this new day. When all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing with the Negroes in the spiritual Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Pillar, the podcasting and interview news site. To keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear, go to earpillar.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter Pal Meow Meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann. And if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be. And even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be. Check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show. And... It's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please.